0: Introducing Minor Wisdom Quintet. Oh. One, two, as good as it do. Minor Wisdom.
1: Another week of quarantine. Oh, things are getting quite boring. Over here at the minor household, um, I finally gave in and downloaded Minecraft for Ava after months of torturous need from her. I don't even know if that's the right way of saying it, but she was begging, 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 begging for some Minecraft, so I finally gave in, and there she is doing it right now on the iPad. She has been. It's actually kind of creative, I'm not going to lie, so it's not the worst thing in the world, although she's killing dolphins. That's this morning's fun. Um, this week is going to be fun with Miss Terry Ismert. Uh, Terry was the teacher of Kelly Harkins and Matthew Peters, the last two guests on the Minor Wisdom podcast, and so I thought, why not have her on? She's been around for quite a while teaching theater. I've been at Spring Woods for a while. I don't mean to sound rude and age her. So I wanted to have her on. I've known Terry now for over ten years because I met her when I was teaching with Pam Wilson at Morton Ranch High School, who was the guest I had prior to that. So it all comes full circle. And yes, I know that this has been very this niche podcast has gotten even more niche by alienating everybody outside of the Houston area so I promise to start branching out I promise I promise I promise but I thought thematically speaking it makes sense to have Terry Ismert on this week so let's uh let's hope I can get some get some good interviews outside of the Houston area uh, Terry did not mention in the interview and wanted to mention a couple things one she is a proud two-year. Uh, not graduate. She's a two-year experience, experience two years at Sam Houston State with Miss Maureen McIntyre, Miss Mack. Uh, And everybody has amazing things to say about Miss Mack. She was kind of crazy when she was teaching at Sam Houston State, but in a good crazy kind of way, in a Carolyn Boone crazy kind of way, because I think most people loved Carolyn Boone as well at the University of Houston. But Maureen McIntyre, I had her for a semester when I was at Sam Houston State when I made that mistake <laughs> for a semester, first semester out of high school, but I did have Maureen uh, Miss Mack, and my wife graduated from Sam Houston, so she had Miss Mack. So there's a lot of a lot of Miss Mack love coming from this side of the podcast, and so Mrs. Mert Terry wanted me to mention that she also uh, just just thought Miss Mack was the most awesome director that she had ever had. I don't, she didn't say ever had, but i'm gonna put words in her mouth the other thing that she didn't mention just because we didn't really get into too much about what's going on right now with the quarantining and all the coronavirus um but she is making masks she's spending her time sewing and you'll hear actually in the interview talking about how she was a costumer on tour and so that's just kind of up her alley to make these masks for people and she is donating them uh to a nursing home that uh, her father-in-law is at, and so she's she was just wanted to let you guys know that she's making masks. Maybe you can reach out to Terry if you need a mask and grab one yourself, but I'm sure she'd be happy to do it for you. Uh, I do apologize. This interview is weird from my end, only because the microphone was, was on on the computer, and the microphone was on that I'm speaking to in right now. So, uh, speaking to in, speaking to you in right now. So, I apologize that I sound weird. Terry sounds just fine through the powers of Zoom, but I sound a little weird, so it may might take some getting used to. I promise that's not gonna happen again. I, I really don't know why both microphones were on, but hey, you know, we'll just blame it on Steve Jobs R.I.P. too soon. Anyway, I hope everybody's doing uh very, you know, doing well and we're almost in the it's gonna be May. We're almost in the month of May. This week is Justin Timberlake's week, baby. It's also my birthday week. So, you know, I mean, happy birthday to me. I get to stay at home. Yay. Hopefully a huge announcement is coming next week, if not the week after that, from my end of things I'm very excited about, and that is about it for me. Everybody enjoy this week's Goroner joke. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, ah. Uh, ah. Uh, ah. Uh, uh. What has more lives than a cat? A frog. It croaks every day.
0: Well, hello, Blake. Thank you for having me here. Um, I uh, am a native Houstonian. I started out in the Houston ISD public school system and went through elementary school, middle school, and high school. I did choir and theater throughout. Uh, had amazing uh, theater and choir teachers in high school, Miss Grant and Ms. Shuler. And I, props out to them for yeah. inspiring my love of theater at an early age. They're both amazing women. Um, my parents saw that I loved theater early on, so they let me go to the Windmill Dinner Theater, right. where I saw uh, Ava Gabor in Blythe Spirit, Carol Channing live, all sorts of different things for like a 12 year old. It was pretty exciting to get to go see all that. Anyway, um, I went to, I got my degree at Houston Baptist and my master's at Southwest Texas or Texas state. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, I worked, you know, I did a couple of tours uh, in costuming and worked at the Shakespeare at U of H. And then I, uh, went, um, kind of like you did on a tour came back and had a job in spring Branch right my uh, they said hey we need a job in the middle school can you come in and uh, and I went and taught at Memorial middle School for a year and then got the job at Spring woods wow. and I've been there ever since
1: wow. when, when was that if don't you don't mind, you mind me aging you a little bit,
0: bit? oh no that's fine um, uh, I got uh, I mm-hmm. I skipped a year
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> um, in 1984 and 85 was my very first year of teaching. And my first day of teaching, my mother passed away.
1: Okay.
0: And so that year is kind of a blur. Wow. I was in George West, Texas, which is in the middle of, of deep South Texas. Sure. And it was just, it was a rough year. You know, I think, um, uh, you know, it was probably what it was supposed to be. But then when I moved back to Houston and got the job at Memorial for a year, uh, 85, 86. And then my first year at Springwoods was 86, 87.
1: Okay. Wow.
0: And so, and so so
1: you, so the, like like we were were just talking talking off the record, record, but you just, it coincidentally I interviewed the last two people I interviewed are graduates of your program. So, uh, that's partially why I said, well, and to be fair, I would have asked you to be on regardless, but that's definitely a catalyst that got me to get you on now. Uh, but you and I have kind of been friends friendly for the last 10 years or so, I think because of Pam Wilson. So now the last three interviews have a tie to Terry. So.
0: <laughs> well, you know, we're all tied together. We are. Yes. All the theater people are tied together.
1: Yes. It, that's true. Uh, so it, and, and that's good. It makes our community small, but it also makes it small. So so we all you know know everybody. So that's good. Um, so you've been at Springwoods now for 30-plus years, yeah? Yes. And you have a lot of history there. Uh, a lot of students have come through there, some very famous that we've all heard of, some famous but we've never heard of them. Um, who is do you have a kid and I don't necessarily need you to say their name you can maybe say what they did or something but do you have a kid that you thought oh my gosh this kid's just gonna blow up and be amazing and then maybe went a different path didn't necessarily fail but went off to be a lawyer or you know work work in sales or something to that effect
0: well yeah I had um, there's been a lot of kids that have done that gone yeah. into theater and then turned around and become like, uh, nurses or become
1: uh, that fund thought, managers, you thought could have been the, the next. Oh, week yeah, point. yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah, could have. And then they've turned out to be like we have a somebody that's a, uh raises money for the Houstonian Foundation sure. and does all this really philanthropic stuff in town. And I'm really proud of those kids too yeah. because what they learned, uh, in theater, they've carried on, right? You know, we, we do something very unique in theater, providing a, a very unique world for them to where they can learn to work with one another and right. really care about the whole rather than just, just themselves. What so. about the opposite side?
1: The The kid that you didn't think oh, was going to be a massive star and then ended up going out well, and finding you know, themselves and blowing up.
0: Oh my gosh. I don't have a Renee Zellweger like uh, Rachel has. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't have one. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um i uh i uh i'm really excited that they're all doing well yeah uh i can't think of anybody (laughs) i'm sorry i'm trying to think of somebody
1: have you been uh thanked or given credit to in a famous speech of any sort
0: Someone set you up to tell me that. No, no, I swear,
1: I swear.
0: Okay, it is the biggest running joke with the director
1: of my generation. I swear, no, I don't do the The thing. I don't do research for my podcast. Oh
0: my gosh, like that's hilarious. Okay, um, never once in a Tommy Tune thank you speech has my name been mentioned. And all the the five times that somebody's won something, never once have they ever mentioned my name or Anne's name,
1: yeah,
0: or any. And we were always like, "Hmm, well, it's okay. I'm glad they won, but that's odd." (laughs) And so no, well, no, people, no, nobody's ever said my name. But I want somebody to win.
1: What about like? What about like like a bigger award? You know, know, uh, Emmys or anything anything like that. that. I mean, you've you've had some some pretty pretty infamous. Infamous. You've, You've had some, some very, very famous, famous graduates that, uh, that have gone, gone on, on to win things. Um, do you know of your name being mentioned in one of those?
0: Oh well, yeah. Well, Brandon Sanye, yeah. he he always talks about me in print, which is really nice. Okay,
1: that's cool. Uh, he's
0: producing L.A.'s finest, mm-hmm. and he was writer on the blacklist. Mm-hmm. He came in as a freshman. He goes, "I want to be a film director in Los, Los Angeles," mm-hmm. and I was like, "Okay." <laughs> And that is exactly what
1: he did. Right.
0: He worked and worked and worked and worked, and then he's out there doing that. Where
1: did he, he go to school? school, do you know? Do you remember?
0: Uh, yeah, he went to the GT109 program at University of USC, maybe. Okay. It's a very nice film school yeah. out there. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. That's, That's funny. I just I had, had a, kid, kid. I just I had had a kid, I just had a student ask me what if I had any recommendations, recommendations on good film, film schools, and I had a couple, but... I'm not a film director, so I, you know, it like, it's like, it's not what you ask a theater teacher all the time is what film schools can I go to, but.
0: Right. Well, you might talk to Brandon. Yeah. He yeah, and yeah. Kelly are, he and Kelly are um, peers.
1: So uh, speaking of Kelly, you guys run the comedy sports thing at your school, right? At Springwoods? Yes, we do. Why is Kelly so bad at it? Kidding. <laughs> oh man. I
0: mean that guy timing. Yeah. Uh no,
1: he's always, always saying no. Anger management. Yeah, right. You know. <laughs> That's funny. So what <laughs> is uh do, do you repeat shows? That's a weird question. But do you repeat your musicals and such? Like do you, do you have a sick? Sometimes
0: okay. sometimes every now and then. I think we've done Sound of Music twice. Okay. Kelly and Luke shared the role of the Captain Trapp. Luke Fidel, he's also in theater yeah. in Houston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They uh, <laughs> they share the role of Captain Von Trapp. We've done that. I've done, uh, uh, what is it? Once on this island.
1: Okay.
0: Twice. Otherwise, I haven't.
1: So copied. the The reason I ask is because, you know, because I kind of knew the answer to the question that you don't repeat a lot of your musicals. Uh, do you find that to be, like, do you enjoy the process of, having to search for something that's going to cater the audience, cater to the community, that's going to use the kids that you have, all that kind of stuff. Is that something that kind of keeps your uh, adrenaline going when it comes to choosing a season?
0: Absolutely. And I think, you know, that too, you've got to be a few years out on choosing what you're, yeah. what you're, you know, you look at your kids, you see who you've got coming up, you see what you've got, you look at your community and you decide, Hey, what will work this year? Yeah. And you know, it can be, You know, you can be looking at four different shows, but then one will become the obvious choice based on, you know, everything you've seen happen over the course of the year or the course of the last two years. But yeah, I love the hunt. I love it. I love the looking for shows and then looking at the kids and looking at myself, my, you know, person I work with, you know, everything. I love it.
1: What's What's the most obscure musical you've ever done? Do you have one? Uh, can't say Oklahoma or something.
0: Well, I, I think maybe that I didn't know very well was State Fair.
1: Okay.
0: It's a Rogers and the Hammerstein, yep. piece, you know. Uh, and uh, that was pretty obscure. Oh, and uh, A, my name is
1: Alice. So oh, yeah. I did that. I did, I did that, that at, in H, H, at HSPVA. <laughs> <laughs> I was, yeah. you know, it's five women, right? Right. Well, How, what did you play? I, exactly. exactly. Bob Singleton had this amazing idea to the the male roles that, that the, the women, women played he wanted to be a male so I played the male yeah so I was like the construction worker uh, <laughs> I was I, I, I was, was like, like the love interest of one of, one, one of them like a like in an apartment setting, setting. The, the construction worker was the best one cuz he, he I mean as non-PC PC as it is now he's hooting and hollering at these women, women walking by and uh, it was just real fun to play that kind of stereotypical right. chauvinist, I guess. So, yeah, Hey, My Name is Alice. You did that as a full-school musical, or you just did that as kind of a, a smaller one?
0: I did that as a full-school musical, one of the first musicals I ever did, and Anne Yancey was in it.
1: Oh, yeah? As my student. Wow. She was in it. Wow. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, I know. What is more satisfying, not satisfying, gratifying to you, having a student... That has gone on into the professional world and succeeded, or having a student be a successful educator and director. Wow!
0: Can't we celebrate it all?
1: <laughs> we can, <laughs> for, we can celebrate you, it all. What?
0: Can Can't, you but I, you know, knowing that they're that they're all out there, or that they're out there and doing well mm-hmm. and enjoying whatever it is they're doing, whether they're nursing or whether they're, uh, you know. Uh, on tour or whatever makes me happy and
1: yeah.
0: you know, the fact that they uh, uh our music director rick keith who's amazing said to me the other day that he got he visited with one of his friends that he was in the high school musical with you know a high school musical mm-hmm. and he goes and this guy's like big businessman all you know and you know what they talked about hmm. the high school musical they were in yeah They didn't talk about anything else. They didn't talk about the jet plane or the fact that he's a music minister or whatever. They talked about their high school musical. Yeah. You know, and I think what we do as educators is create family and create moments and create time that, you know, propels our kids to whatever it is they're going to do in the future. And, um, you know, I, you know, I would be lying if I didn't say that all the kids out there teaching all the grown men and women out there teaching. Sorry, they're not kids, but <laughs> yeah. online. To you, you know, yeah.
1: To I get you, that. they'll
0: always be, you know. Yeah.
1: What, what is it? Um, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was, was going to ask, ask you, what's what's something you still want to work on even, even after, after all these years?
0: Well, the kids promised me the Les Mis reunion. <laughs> <laughs> One day I want to do that. Yeah. Um, I would love to do, uh, oh, I don't know.
1: We talked, talked about, about Les, did I talk about lay Miz with, with, with Matt? No,
0: with, uh, he wants with to direct it. it. He yeah. should, yeah. you know. But he's right. You have to have all of those people. Mm-hmm. And I was, that year, we had it. Yeah. Hands down, we had all of them, which is rare.
1: Yeah. yeah you you know, know that you have. I was, was going to say, Kathy, Kathy Padrell just posted a video on Facebook, I think, think a memory of when they performed Les Miz at the Tommy tunes and her Javert is, was a massive man. And I was like, that's, you yes. know, <laughs> that's what you gotta have. You can't have a, a four foot six boy come out and, and sing that part. Yeah. Or not Javert. Yeah. Jean Valjean. Yeah. Well, yeah. And yeah. that
0: was, you know, Oh my gosh. I love that show. Yeah. <laughs>
1: when, so it when was did hard. you do it? 2002
0: 2003 it was the first year of the tommy tune awards
1: okay okay and it and they want to and you're trying to try get them to come back, back and do a reunion version of it or just
0: one day do something, one day one day more yeah <laughs> yeah no but i would love it we always joked and said that yeah. and uh and i was talking to a few of the kids the other day and i said well you know we should do that show that encore show or whatever yeah. you know and have y'all come back and they go Yeah, that'd be fine, but it would be good. Yeah. (laughs) So you know, we wouldn't be a mess. It would sound great. I was like, I love y'all's attitude, past (laughs) you That's
1: pretty funny. funny. What What is so you mentioned you you went went to Lee, now wisdom high school, right? Yes.
0: Pull something from your time in high
1: school that you still hold on to as an educator, uh, you know. 30 years later, that you, you still hold on to that teaching, that philosophy and pull that into your classroom or wow. on stage?
0: Right. Well, basically, my choir teacher, Miss Grant, and my theater teacher, Miss Schuler both had the fake it till you make it attitude, mm-hmm. where you just smile and you keep going and you say, I nailed it. Now, Kelly does that too, you know, mm-hmm. but I mean, I, you just got to, you got to just keep going and you got to take your own ego out of it and just keep going and keep performing. And I think that's really important. Yeah. Um, to, you know, for, I don't know, being on stage. Yeah. You
1: know. No, that's good. Uh, Do, mm-hmm. Did you, um, before the comedy sports stuff happened at, you know, in our world cause you were teaching before that, did you have an improv troupe or did you have any semblance of an improv group?
0: When I started at Memorial Middle, I was the assistant to mm-hmm. Clara Rymers and she had Reimers-Mimers. Nice. And so she had a mime troupe that I, I assisted with. And then the next year, we started um, uh, kind of like a mime troupe, too, at Springwood. So we had that for about 10 years. Mm-hmm. And we did, like, little vignettes. We did all sorts of, you know, but it wasn't comedy sports. It was more like mime. Right. But, uh, and, and then we went out to... Um, I, uh, my favorite with the mind troupe is we were having a rehearsal on the Miller outdoor theater stage, you know, just the front part that's available. And we were doing a scene where somebody was digging around and looking for things, you know, and this guy that was sitting in the audience comes up and he goes, that doesn't look real. Let me show you how to dig through something. And he got up and he was like working with the kids. And I was like,
1: wow, this is just, you know, only there. Would you, would you get, get that? Yeah. Yeah. That's fun. Oh, it was like a great daughter. moment. <laughs> <laughs> So, speaking of keeping people entertained, how, what have you been doing to keep yourself entertained during these unique times as an educator? Wow, you should see my yard. <laughs> it's, it's gorgeous. Yeah. The
0: neighbors are probably like, "What happened? Where? Yeah. What?" Yeah. Um, I put lights on my house. I've put uh, hanging baskets in the back. Um, done a lot of, you know trying to figure out it's learning and all the different, right. pro, you know, things we're supposed to be doing. But basically, you know, my husband and I haven't killed each other. Yeah. We're good. And the house looks fabulous. And, you know, I've done some reading and right. stuff. Look at looking
1: So have you uh, found, and, and I, I think, think I know, I know the answer, answer to this, but I'm, I'm going to ask anyway. anyway, have you found that you're, you're getting some kids that kids never engaged in class starting to engage because it's kind of this online, they can do it at their own pace format.
0: Right. Well, we were going into, um, the end of the year Shakespeare where we do sword fighting Sure. and we study Romeo and Juliet and Mm -hmm. we just had all our swords delivered. We had like (laughs) 20 swords delivered. We're so excited that we were going to actually get to work with that instead of bamboo sticks this year, (laughs) you know? And, uh, uh, so We've done a lot of, like, visual, you know, some visual things where you're visualizing, like, the prologue and then creating an art piece, things like that. I'm so surprised some of the kids turned in. I haven't gotten any, hardly any work from some of them. And then, poof, they're turning, they're like superstars.
1: What Uh, what are you having them do now?
0: uh, Right now, my advanced classes are, um, are doing a duet acting scene with somebody from their family. Oh, nice. At home. Okay. And I sent them, you know, some, and I said, I don't really care about memorization so much as creativity and characterization. Okay. And, you know, and so we'll see. I mean, I have another project after that, but it's been kind of hard to get started.
1: Are they, um, are they, they doing weekly type yes. projects? Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: Yes. They did a first responders monologue. They did a personal, personal con- like monologue about how they're feeling sure. and they recorded them and posted them and then they're doing a the duet, this duet scene. Okay. And uh, the musicals, I don't teach musical theater, but they've got a big project
1: going. You guys have a musical theater class though?
0: Yes. Chrissy teaches it.
1: Okay. Have you always had that or is that something somewhat new?
0: Ann Yancey started it. Okay. She taught it. And then um, now Chrissy teaches it.
1: Now, do you make that a mandatory thing to be in the musical or no? Anybody can. Oh, no. Yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, no. You, you don't even have to be in theater to begin the musical, yeah. but it's very yeah. rare that kids that aren't in theater, you know, it's kind of like you were saying about, you know, doing some scouting. It's like, well, you know, <laughs> yeah, you go looking for kids who might, might work, you know, yeah. in theater. We keep, we keep talking, talking
1: about musicals, but like, what, what are, some are some of the, the f- well, I don't, don't want, want to say fall shows. shows that's what we call them, them, but your straight plays, your, your just regular old run of the mill plays. plays. What, what are some of your favorite ones that you've done? And, uh, what, oh what was it about that show that stood out to you?
0: Oh, my gosh. I will, I will have to go back to Awake and Sing. Okay. And um, uh, the White Rose.
1: Okay.
0: Those are all plays that, you know, probably because, you know, Awake and Sing. Well, both of them really, really touch you. And really, um, you know, the White Rose, we did a lot of research mm-hmm. on Sophie Scholl and the movement uh, against the Nazis during that time, and it was just, you know, it was pretty impeccable. We had a we had a performance outside at your old high school
1: mm-hmm.
0: in the little commons outside outdoor area, and I think that show we did it for ourselves before we went in to do the show for competition at whatever area, and it was as though those people were alive out there yeah. on the patio. And I think that that moment was so moving and so we, we were kind of we did fine inside, but I think the show was the one out on the patio. Right. The one
1: have you yeah. taken um, have, have you, you taken, taken a full length play that you've done, done on campus and years later cut down it down to be your right. one act <laughs> as she, she thinks. <laughs> You know, I, I really tried
0: that one year. I yeah. tried that one year. We were going to do a fall show and then, but I didn't like the fall show. Okay. Uh, and then maybe I don't,
1: I don't know. That's that It's a lot, years, yeah, I that's know. a lot of
0: years, Blake. That's a lot of years. I'm trying, trying not,
1: to, try not to, I'm trying not to bring that up, up every time.
0: time. <laughs> 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 oh, that's okay. That's all right. That's um, but yeah, we did. Um, now i Next year, you want to see our next year season? That'll sure. be exciting.
1: Yeah, I mean, doing, is this a? Is this we're doing a Christmas Carol. Okay. And uh, followed by or Guys or? and
0: Dolls. You, no. Okay. Just, okay. Play, okay. and then followed by Guys and Dolls, uh-huh. and uh, then we're doing Alice in Wonderland. Okay. Horror. and what's really funny is that I was in Alice in Wonderland in high school. Oh, were you? One act play. Who were you? I was the
1: Duchess. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it sounds like you remember it well
0: <laughs> well then i played it again later in college okay. too so i don't know maybe i'm just typecast
1: that's, yeah that's your role
0: baby, with a bad attitude
1: <laughs> yeah does do, do you know if the kid well you, you don't, don't know this yet, yet i guess but the kid that gets cast in that role in are you going to make sure that they know that's your part maybe
0: yeah <laughs> i hadn't thought about it.
1: <laughs> yeah put the pressure on you know this it's, it's funny because this year, year I, I had to I was, was thrust, thrust into being in our play in, in the, the Great Gatsby, Gatsby because we had because really? of yeah, yeah because, because we had a student the student the that student played Tom failed out, out so the, the kid, kid that, that I replaced moved up to play Tom, to play Tom um, and, we and we just didn't just have run any run other boys to play the part, part so, so I ended, ended up killing Gatsby and being the big moment in the show and it was just kind of funny. Because, you know, the kids kids look at you completely completely different when you're right next to them on stage, you know. Uh, So so I just I think about that. It's like like that kid might be intimidated, but at the the same same time, maybe they'll up up their game game a little bit. If they know that, you know, you're 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 breathing down down their neck saying saying, that 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 was you know, that was was me one day. day. (laughs) that was back (laughs) back in the day. day. That so. yeah,
0: was back in the day. I played this two times.
1: <laughs> I've
0: won funny. awards
1: in this role. Yeah. Get out of here. Right.
0: <laughs> we kind of started um, really building the program in 1999 mm-hmm. when we qualified our first kids for nationals. And we okay. went to nationals with one kid. And that year, Ann and I sat and watched the shows and went, oh, we got to bring a show to this thing. We have to not just come to it, but we have to bring a show, right. which we did in a year our two years, we ended up with Le Mis there. And I remember we were sitting there. We didn't know anybody. I mean, you know, at one of the evening show dinner yeah. things. And we were like, we're going to bring a show to nationals. We think we're going to do that. And they were all like, okay, go ahead. Yeah, Go ahead with your bad self. <laughs> and so we were like, okay, we can do this. And so we did. We ended up bringing the Lay Mis to state and then to nationals. And, uh, you know, we took it to the hobby center too. And, those kids that were in there, in that show, you know, learned about so many things that you wouldn't have normally gotten to know about. You know, that, that experience of going from your school to the hobby center to nationals and, uh, and how much um, rigor
1: and how much yeah.
0: commitment you have to have for stuff like that. It's really, you know,
1: you, really important. Do you, do you think, think your time as a touring, touring artist... artist? Kind of set you up for that, help you out with that.
0: Oh, definitely. Definitely. And you need to, you know, you need to have nerves of steel. Yeah. (laughs) You know, (laughs) I remember we were all outside that uh, theater uh, in uh, Wichita Falls. Yeah. And somebody said, the set's not here. Okay. You know, and all of them started just. (laughs) (laughs) And I go, okay, guys, it's time for a nap. Everybody lay down right there, all of them. A puppy nap, go. Because the set was around the corner. The right. people had it; they were having breakfast at like the Waffle House. Right. It just wasn't at the theater yet, right. you know. And uh, and they just had to calm down. And they were so cute. All laying there, being calm. But I was like, you know how how you go from one to a thousand yeah. easily in theater, or one to a hundred. And you're like, oh, everything's fine. And then, uh oh. Water's pouring on stage, or whatever, you know. Right.
1: Speaking of your time when you toured, what were you doing? What was your tour? What was your job?
0: Um, I toured um, with English National Opera as a costumer, a backstage wardrobe person for about uh, three months, one summer, and then three months again, another summer. And then I was the. Where was was it? it? Was Was it here in in Europe? It was America. Yeah. And then I was the. Costume, I was the at capital city playhouse. I was the resident costumer there for a few okay. years while I was finishing my master's degree and um, doing my student teaching and everything.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. okay. What's, What's your master's, master's in? in? Okay. Do I know that? <laughs> uh,
0: my master's is in education okay. with focus in directing, but I also did some cost, I'd I done costuming forever. Okay. Too on the side.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> don't, don't want that out. <laughs> No. Did you make those curtains behind you? Uh, No.
0: Uh, uh, No, those came from. (laughs) But I did hang them.
1: Is Is that that a stained glass glass window? window?
0: It is a stained glass window. My friend uh, Kim, Grintoria, does stained glass around town.
1: There's a plug. Yeah, yeah, Yeah,
0: she does some really nice work. Lighthouse Studios. Okay. Love what you do. Love theater and love your kids as much as possible. And on the darkest, most awful days, get out one of those notes a kid has written to you. Mm-hmm. I have a little sad stack of them next to my desk. And if somebody comes in and is like, <laughs> whatever, fill in the blank. I get one of them out. And I'm like, okay, look at that. And then you just keep going yeah. because it always gets better. Yeah. You know, it might be as dark as dark can be at one minute. And then, you know, three hours later, you're back in the groove. Right.
1: Minor wisdom.